This is a manager's mindset. Hello, Tony speaking. Hey, Tony, it's James. How are you doing? How are you? Yeah, very well, thanks. And yourself? Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, it's kicking on. And life's going good for you? Yeah, everything's going really good. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's good. Yeah, it's done really well. I was, I was working, so I've only started with this mob uh, about three years ago. Started off as a, a sales rep for about a year, and now at the start of this year, I got promoted to a product manager. Yeah, good position for you. Well yeah. done. Thank you. Uh, so, what, what sort yeah. of products do they make? Yes. Yeah, so, so we, we sell electrical cable, all different types and styles to all the electrical wholesalers and end users and machine builders and stuff like that. But to my product groups that I deal with are all like the peripheral parts to the cable. So like the connectors, the ferrules, basically anything that you want to connect to cable or if a cable's going through a wall, there's particular products that you sort of insulate the wall around and then you have your cable feed through. Okay. Yeah, so I deal with all of, there's about six suppliers that I deal with currently. All Australian? All German. All German? Oh. Yeah, all, all German and, uh, you know, liaising with all of the suppliers overseas, which I've got no problem with, I, I think is it's a great learning curve and it's been a big milestone stepping into this role, hence why I've created this podcast that I'm doing now and trying to create a platform, I guess you could call it, for, for newcomers into the management field or into leadership roles and yep. speaking to managers out there or uh, leaders out there that are, that are in those type of familiar roles and have been there maybe for quite some time who understand it and have been through the different challenges and let's let's talk to them let's find out what their challenges are and let's try and provide that to the new the new generation okay mm. so that's see mate that's good <laughs> thank you in in all honesty I, I, I love doing this and yeah. having again a platform to be able to express myself in a, in a way that is is providing help to other people, I think is a great thing to do. First question to you, Tony. As a manager, what would you say your greatest asset is? I think my greatest asset has been my ability to visualise concepts and understand the steps to be taken to bring those concepts to reality and then to sort of lead teams to be able to make sure that that uh, product or service or whatever it may be is delivered at a, a standard that is new in the industry and sort of pushes the edge of the envelope. It's easy for me. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a, <laughs> I, I visualise what's going to happen yeah. and try to look five years ahead and then try to plan what may, may happen. If you, if you go back to the example of the introduction of digital TV into Australia, hmm. we were the only ones in the whole world who were able to bring a product to Australia that was DVPT compliant and high definition from virtually outside the industry. Mm. So that was about seeing an opportunity, understanding that government was setting a regulatory framework that would ensure high definition was part of the delivery package for Australia. And that was different than anywhere else in the world. Europe, USA used different standards. Mm -hmm. So understanding opportunity and then working through a process of attracting an R&D house in Korea to develop a solution um, well, it was quite a unique opportunity and uh, really required you to go through a lot of steps and there were a lot of hurdles on the way. Hmm. And I think my strength there is that I, I never never really see hurdles. I see ways of getting around them, through them, over them, or a different method. 
like almost a, a different mindset to anyone that I've actually I've had on here so far. It's rather refreshing to hear that. Yeah, look, I think once you actually have the vision, you have to have the team and the talent to put it together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you're working collaboratively and then have the same goal in mind and you're, you're actually helping people and creating an environment for them to flourish, it works so much better. You've pretty much covered my, my second question. Um, oh, good. And, and that was, uh, do you believe that culture has to come from the top down? Yeah, look, I think it's upper management's responsibility to create an environment where people can grow and where they can, and their, their job is to actually support them and to create the framework, give them the tools, encouragement, and the, uh, the mentorship to take them to the next level. It's actually, their, it's actually their basic responsibility. It's fascinating. I, I feel like I've, I don't currently have that in my role. I, f- I almost feel like it's it's the, the opposite way around. If you were to turn the triangle upside down, you know, sort of thing. It's the way that I see it within the, my company that I work for. It's every, everyone at the oh, bottom is trying to feed oh, the top. I see it in organisations all the time where people are, really, are trying to protect their positions rather than grow other people or mm. the division and... Uh, look at succession and longevity of the business you know, on, on a five to ten year basis. So if, you, if you're not encouraging people, not growing people, treating them with respect, you really can't You really can't have respect unless you treat other people the same way. Absolutely. I was having a discussion with my friend earlier where I was saying I'm taking a trip later on in the year and in my current role, there's a lot of uh, responsibilities that I actually look after where I feel personally no one else within the company is capable of doing those tasks. Yes. And like in what you were just saying, being protective of their role, you know, back in the day, I, I would have said that's a great to own. Uh, from a security point of view but now when I look at it I look at it the totally opposite way whereas I, I want to be able to teach other people within the role so when I go away or you know if I'm off sick for the day that someone else can actually step in and still maintain those responsibilities yeah I look the further further up the chain you are in management the more important that is yeah that you you do have that succession that you can rely on the team to deliver Mm. Um, that's what you're trying to create. Right? You're actually trying to create something that will go on and on and on. You know, I, I, I look at some businesses now that I started 30 years ago, and they're still going. That's that's what vision's all about. That's what building strong businesses with uh, collaborative teamwork. It, it has businesses that, that survive hard times and uh, and keep going. So you're saying 30 years ago, starting some companies that are still going now. Yeah, look, in the patient transport business, yeah. when, I first, uh, when the first business started was um, a business called Clinic Trans, and it was um, an opportunistic venture where the ambulance service deregulated their non-emergency patient transport. I formed one of the first businesses there, amalgamated with another business two or three years later. Then we sold to uh, a Wilson Group and uh, became Wilson Patient Transport. Then they sold it to another group called National Patient Transport, and it still runs around and is the biggest of its kind uh, in the country. So mm. it's good. And when I, see a, when I see one of those vehicles driving around, mm. in essence, that was a business that I started 30 years ago. Amazing. I, again, you've pretty much answered my question. What's, what's your greatest achievement so far? In, in... Oh, I haven't got there yet. <laughs> True. <laughs> But you, 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 you must look you must look at those those type of like you're saying those businesses and, and seeing those those vans driving around, you must see that as a as quite an accomplishment though. Yeah, look I 
occasionally you go, I still see a Digitech TV around too, and they're, they're still working. So <laughs> that's an accomplishment, accomplishment as well. And look, I don't, you know, I could actually go past the introduction of high definition, high definition digital TV into as a world first into a retail market. That's um, that's a real standout. Yeah, right. When you were involved in that, you know, you know what that was like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a bit, a bit crazy. That was a fun, was it was crazy. a fun time, let me tell you. That was, yes. a, that was a steep learning curve for me. <laughs> and you were allowed to trip over and fall and get up again. Oh, um, the amount of times walking into your office just going, just being stumped and saying, hey, I don't understand this. But then five minutes later, I'd go and do the research. Don't worry about it, Tony. I've got, I'll take it from here. <laughs> and that's, that's what growing's all about. Yeah. Yeah. Giving people the opportunity and the information and the tools to actually do their job. Mm. For for a, for a lot of what I'm doing at the moment in in my current role as product manager is a lot of it's diving into the deep end. Um, yeah. But you know, again, that's one of the best ways you learn. You're forced to learn. Yes. Yes. And look, mm. it's a good leader will actually create that environment to allow that person in a safe way mm. to develop and and not let them get overwhelmed. Mm. Or drought that will provide them with just enough rope to make sure that they're they're operating at their full capacity. Sure, sure. In terms of management styles, I know there's there's quite a few like autocratic, democratic. Do you tend to sway your management styles when dealing with different people that may have different styles to yourself? Generally, yes, but not to a great deal. Mm-hmm. Where safety's involved, um, I'm autocratic. Right. There's an environmental issue. Yeah, I'll just I'll just say stop. Mm-hmm. We've got to do this a different way. Uh, yeah, I, I change from person to person, but it's never in terms of outside safety. It's never autocrat. Yep. It's encouraging, generally um, helping people to see the answer, and hopefully just giving them enough information that they discover the answer themselves rather than me giving it to them. I think that's a really important uh, growth factor. Yeah, yeah, for sure. A little off-topic question. Do you believe anyone can be a manager or a leader? No, I don't. Do you want me to expand on that? Yeah, if you don't mind. <laughs> I think I think there are some people, if, if you look at the percentages of population and how how that you talked about a triangle before, I agree it should be turned upside down. Mm-hmm. The leader's on the bottom and, and that leader's job is to fulfil the needs and the, create the environment for the others to flourish. Now, you can't have... You've got to have more people in that top half of the triangle than you do at the bottom. So I don't think that there is enough, or not enough people, there's not enough people that can actually grasp the right way to manage. Mm-hmm. I think, there's, let me put it another way, I think there's a lot of people who are managers that shouldn't be. It's an interesting spin on the question. So I think that, that you'll see, and you discussed it before, about people protecting their own turf yeah. and acting in a way that probably isn't in the best interest of the whole group. Mm-hmm. But if that's the culture that's forced down from the top, you know, I've seen it in other organisations where people they gang up on other people, they 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 isolate, uh, intimidate, and they themselves, if if they have a weak constitution, will just in a group they'll, they'll actually group together. They won't stand apart and go, no, that's not right. Shouldn't be doing that. Mm. They'll actually turn into a bit of a dibby dibby dobber type of culture. Yes. I think that's not uncommon. It's not uncommon. No. I don't mm. think so. But um, in good businesses, that's probably not the case. Yeah. Strong businesses don't do that. Right, right. All right. Well, to sum it up, in your opinion, what does it mean to be a good leader? A good leader provides.
promotes a positive environment and culture for a group to grow. And I think that's done mostly by providing that support and the individual environment for each person to uh, work the best ability. Well said. Yeah, I don't want to use too many words. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks very much, Tony, for, um, no for for doing this podcast. I really appreciate it. And oh, my pleasure. It's always nice to get, you know, especially yourself, who's someone familiar to me. It's yeah. nice to, to get that feedback. It's been a while. Oh, it, definitely, it definitely has. Yeah. <laughs> No, but things, yeah, things... If you want to do a video, why not come around and see you? <laughs> You're only around the corner, from me. Again, really appreciate you no being on the podcast. So thank you for your time. Yep. And uh, we yep. should hopefully down the track do this again sometime, maybe on some different topics. Yeah, feel free to touch base anytime. No, I appreciate it. For, for podcast. Yep. Anything. Yeah, I appreciate that, Tony. <laughs> All right. You have a good night. Good to hear you doing so well. See you, James. Bye. 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 Hi, it's James here. Thanks guys for listening. Please share the podcast and make sure you've subscribed.